At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Do We Know Them? I almost just blanked and like didn't know. Them. Right? I feel like we haven't filmed in 45 years. Hey, guys. I guess we haven't filmed like a normal episode like this. Yeah, really. that's true. It was um, Nick DiRamio who joined us last time. Thank you guys for all your kind words. Not if you missed it. So good. Go watch it yeah. now. It's so good. And the one prior to that, we don't speak about. Anyway, um, <laughs> welcome back, guys. It is a new week, and I'm just going to say it right now. You almost didn't see us here. Isn't that right, Lily? Honestly, and it, it's my fault this time. That's true. Um, no, I'm just I, I feel like it's usually it's usually my fault, probably. No, it's not <laughs> but, your um, fault. I, well, I don't know what is going on with me that I've gotten sick like once a month. I would say like the same time of the month, but I'm it's not. You weren't due for this for like another two weeks, right? Like I wasn't expecting this. This was supposed to be a great couple weeks, but no, the last like three days, it's a weird sickness because I don't even have that many symptoms. I'm just like really tired and like kind of like brain foggy and congested well, a little. Listen, there's literally when you get like that, like there's nothing you can do. And that's why you were like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm like, well, what the, like, what are we going to, you know? And it also started is that I, I couldn't tell if I was sick or it was my back being out of place and then causing those symptoms because I do sometimes, it's it's hard to tell these days. I think it ended up being maybe both. But um, yeah, I canceled the last minute on Tuesday. We were literally dressed. Oh yeah, Tuesday, we both had our makeup Not to done. be dramatic, but I had my makeup, my hair done, and I was literally walking up the steps to film. <laughs> and I just looked at my phone, I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> you had asked if we could film like a half hour later mm -hmm. and normally that was going to be great. But in this time, it just gave me more time to like be sitting there <laughs> and not feeling great. So then by the time it was happening, I was like, oh, fuck, I can't do it now. And then I it just, yeah. So anyway, it's Friday now and we are here, but we are going to film a kind of short episode because it's also Friday night and we don't have a lot of time to edit it and because Jesse's daughter turns one this weekend. Well, when you guys are watching this on Sunday, my daughter is one and it's like the craziest fucking thing ever. Like, ugh. I haven't processed it because I just keep pushing it back. I'm like, don't process Because when I do, I'm just going to burst into tears. It's my last baby. I'm not having any other children. I'm fine. Everything is great. But there's so yeah. many other milestones to look forward to. I know. I know. But, um, okay, can I tell you what I was going to tell you though? I told Lily, I needed to tell her what happened to me yesterday, but I was going to wait until we were filming. Yes, please. Let me paint the scene. I never leave my house. That's the scene I'm painting. I never leave my house. I literally do not go to the grocery store. I'm like... Did someone I recognize you? No, bitch. It's way worse. <laughs> oh my God. That would be amazing. If they just like... Not that they like recognize you. If they're like, are you from Do We Know Them? <laughs> I, th when that happens, I will be like, oh my God, absolutely. That's my shit. But no, that didn't happen at all. But I was driving in my neighborhood. I was getting home from Publix and again I never leave my fucking house and there was this kind elderly man on the right side of the street and he waved to me and I'm like hello sir and I just keep driving maybe 15 miles per hour when all of a sudden a shadow comes towards me and crashes into my car and I'm like literally I just break I'm so flabbergasted and I look to my left man? no I that was my first thought <laughs> My first 
first like, thought maybe was, we shouldn't put this on the podcast, Jesse. My first thought, okay, can I be honest? And I don't know what this says about me as a person, but my first thought was drive. Like that was my first. I'm not even joking. But it made maybe we got that part out. No, it, no, no. It was just an intrusive thought, you know? The ones that you don't pay attention to. Because immediately I did stop. But I Wait, did want to continue. I'm sorry. So first thought was I hit someone. So I stop, I look around, see the man. Hallelujah, didn't hit him. I look to my left he's and I not see, under the car. No, he's not. I look to my left and on the street I see a deer running for its life. I'm talking like booking it, like into the street, <gasps> running away. So did the deer hit you or did you hit the deer? The deer hit me, ran full speed into the passenger side of my car, which I can ha ha kiki about now, but that could have been a life-threatening situation because it ran, okay. I'm not joking. It had a saliva mark on my door, like a tongue saliva. Like it literally like plastered like it into my door <laughs> and it hit it so hard. I only have a couple dents, nothing bad. But had it been in like the front of my car, I would have totaled it. Anyway, that's not where the story ends. <laughs> I was like, okay, it's running. You can never leave my house again. But it's running towards like the street. There's a street right by me. Well, guess what, guys? I was driving down that street today and guess who I saw? Bambi on the side of the road, dead. And it ruined my night. And so here I am ruining yours. From someone else, right? Okay, yes, not me. It ran away perfect, but I may have concussed it and then it might've been confused oh, running into traffic. No. I know how you feel because we have squirrels. Max really loves them and oh. he always tries to get them. And then one day I walked out and I was like, oh no, I think that's a squirrel. <laughs> me when Jasmine brings me a rat every day. Literally, she's a menace, a menace to our environment. Um, no, but... Guys, oh, this took such a turn. It did, but I did just want to say that happened. <laughs> so this had no relevancy to anything. This no, was just an no update. Yeah, I mean, how am I not going to tell the pod about a deer running into my car? It was the most eventful no, I thing to happen. Appreciate you sharing. I was just, oh my god. What? Well, guys, or look this? out for deer if you're in rural areas. It's winter now, or it's really cold out, so it's like 30 degrees, and they start mating, and so they get like really horny and start running around. Couple of follow up questions. Um, <laughs> please are there a lot of deer normally where you are absolutely yeah we totally like live where they are supposed to live well how do you know it was the same deer it is do an we? assumption it did fit the height and size profile it ran away so fast and i was like if it runs into that road it's dead because the road is busy no. and it was all scared like i don't even think it took a beat to understand that it just hit my car and it just kept running mm -hmm. but you see all the time they total cars on the highway because our highways I've don't even have rails very terrifying um dash cam footage and there's nothing you can do to like prevent I thought it i hit the old man like it literally felt like a person jumped but it ran like it must have been going like 40 miles per hour into my car or something that's dramatic but it really was so fast anyway that's my update so lily was sick a deer hit my car and i think that's about it oh jesus um yeah i i didn't know what to expect when you were like oh i have something to tell you but it wasn't that oh wait other question um does georgia i was thinking you said it's like 30 degrees does does it snow it does it snowed last year but like very little like you wake up there's frost and then like it did snow last year for like 20 minutes but it's not like snowfall like a foot deep or anything like that i know so little about georgia mm, as a state same. like i don't know if you were like <laughs> match georgia to these like three photos that represent i, I no idea. Georgia no is really just like, there's a lot of trees. I feel like it's probably really pretty. I feel like I would probably like it there. Yeah. I mean, I, I really like it here and I like like the community and stuff. It's just, you know, some things it's a little uh, conservative. Excuse oh. me. But at least it's less people. 
<laughs> but I do love it. Like in the sense of the beauty and all that stuff. Like my mom's house, she has deers. Like she puts like these salt blocks out for them because there's like just deer roaming her property all the time. Like just in front of her house. Just, my mom like, would absolutely do that. My mom feeds her hummingbirds. Oh my God, my mom too. She named her Susan, the hummingbird. I don't think mine has named hers, but I'll ask. Anyway, um, so what are the topics we're here to cover? Because you know, we always go off into the ones we don't have to cover. I think they'll enjoy that tangent. That was very interesting. I hope you did. Had it ups and downs. It was a roller coaster. Look at us. Yeah. Today, I oh, feel like there were... Sorry. Yes? I'm so sorry to interrupt. No. I know we were just I do it all the time. <laughs> the comments always like to remind me. I feel like we interrupt each other equally, actually, for the record. But I do want to just say thank you for 40,000 subscribers. I'm just very, very happy. And I just can't believe that, like, the podcast is growing. And it's just amazing. And I'm so excited. And I want to say thank you. I was going to say, yeah, we're in the double digits, but we've been there a while. But we're in the 20s. We're in the five <laughs> digits. One, two, three, four, five, 40,000. I, I meant episode wise. Oh, 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 yeah. No, no. We're way, we're way past there. <laughs> We've been in the double digits for a while, but now we are in the 20s and it's very exciting. I feel like we're established. We really are. Which is why we're here today, even though really we almost weren't. So anyway, we want to be consistent. And so the topic we're going to bring you, um, I guess there's been a lot of like headlines, but like nothing really that's like really worth talking about much more. For example, um, it got announced today that apparently Olivia and Harry are on a break. <gasps> Yawn. <laughs> it's weird how conveniently it lines up with the fact that no one cares about Don't Worry Darling anymore. And it's Can I see more? I mean, everybody dates whoever they want to date. I just wish Harry would just really explore. You know what I'm saying? Everybody dates is like the same. Who did he date before? I don't know, actually. <laughs> I saw someone say that on Twitter once and I just ran with it. Well, speaking of, that's, I guess we're done with that because there's nothing else to say. People reported it. A yeah. source told them. Mm -hmm. We don't know who the source is as usual. Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> but um, Twitter is continuing to apparently just collapse. Love that. Elon was posting memes this morning that was like the posing next to the grave. And it was like Twitter in the grave and Twitter also digging. Why grave. does he have worse humor than my dad? That's like impossible almost. <laughs> it's so bad. And there, so he bad. just posts memes all day. And I'm like, don't you have better things to do, sir? No, I don't think he does. Did you see the one where he brought the sink into Twitter? And he's like, I'm the head of Twitter. Let that sink in. And he was like holding a sink from like Home Depot. <laughs> it's like, have you met my grandpa? Like what? Anyway, listen, that's not even the topic that we're here to talk about. No, so those were just some of the trending headlines. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The actual topic is and Taylor Swift TikTok. tickets. Oh God. And Ticketmaster now being investigated. Oh, are they? And Taylor's pissed. Mm -hmm. Taylor is pissed. I mean, I would be could and I've seen tons of artists get pissed after like bigger ones, um, when their concert tickets go on sale and they find out that they've all been bought up by scalpers like immediately. Yeah. And that's so common. I don't understand how Ticketmaster is still not able to figure yeah, that you're out. You're not like a startup. <laughs> like you've been you've existed since forever and live nation bought them they've like monopolized the entire ticket industry so it's like them and i think SeatGeek. but SeatGeek is where everybody ran with their ticket master tickets to like have you seen it's like 98 percent oh, of the arenas are for sale right now for like five times the price oh my god that much yeah oh yeah it's literally almost i know every i know they're for that much price but it's like 90 percent of the arena. almost the entire arena is available like for with tickets that was like a huge like thing that people were pissed about and then it was during it was just during the pre-sale and my friend uh she got the code she waited in line for hours and then she got an error when she went to check out 
which is what a lot of people were experiencing. Did you see that there was a girl that posted she got charged like seven or eight times for oh, the I, my tickets? card would simply de- decline. <laughs> my card would be like, that's well, not possible. For now. her, it overdrafted her account because oh. it was like charges of like over $600 that were going through seven to eight times and she never got any tickets. What the fuck? Absolutely not. No. I did go to the 1989 tour and I sat literally right next to the catwalk and it was a magical experience. Like I could almost smell her. Did you her. pay like a ton of money for it? No, I actually paid like 380 a ticket and I bought three. So that's like very reasonable for that. I feel like realistically around like three to four, I mean, it, it sucks that it's even this much, but three to 400 for like a floor seat. Yeah. At a, like someone like that. I feel like that's maybe what I would expect at least. 150 bucks for like the other sections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're paying $300 to be in the nosebleeds, which a lot of people did, and then a lot of people are like regretting now. I mean, I, I didn't mean to get all into this because honestly, I was like over it. I'm like, I get it, guys. This was a disaster. But now that I think about it, I'm like, that really must have sucked for a lot of people. No, honestly, the only reason I didn't think we should talk about it that much is because neither of us are like super Swifties. Yeah. Then I was like, are we going to like miss some of the. I'm a Swifty, but I'm not like a fucking Easter egg, check everything, be there on like I'm not. Like I, I love mean, her music, not, I'll listen to it, but it could have been anyone's concert that I like it could have been Katy Perry. I mean, Katy Perry's a bad person to stand right now because she's come out as being very Republican. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with her? I don't know. She it's like she doesn't use her brain at all sometimes. And I'm like she got her even hair. if you are, just don't tell people. No, no, I'm telling you. Ever since she cut her hair, I don't know, she cut some of her 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 thoughts um, with it. Well, I mean, she that was a big emotional. You were a Katy Perry anyway. fan. That is why I brought it up. I was going to say right. if it was a Katy Perry concert, I still wouldn't have been able to buy any tickets because I'm poor and can't afford that much. Seven hundred dollars, especially like, oh now. Like, isn't everybody struggling to buy groceries? How maybe how are you just, guys maybe just us. We still always I, have our truly budget. <laughs> I'm just drinking a Gatorade today because I'm that's how you know Lily's feeling, feeling like shit. Yeah. 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 So I just wasn't going to have us get too into the Taylor thing because we weren't like diehard Swifties. But I think and because I didn't I've been sick and I didn't look that much into like all the details yeah. of the Ticketmaster stuff. But once that starts to unravel, I definitely would love to do a little deep dive because oh, yeah. I think that's so interesting. And there's something going on. There. And Taylor like, made a statement today and she's fucking pissed. But yeah. Definitely. Well, because she basically said that they had been like trying to like work through any potential problems like that way ahead of time because she was expecting that to happen. I know this is going to sound so stupid, but it gave me like, I love Taylor Swift. It just gave me kind of Tanacon vibes where it's like, I asked if they could facilitate this kind of demand and they said yes. And then they couldn't. And I'm like, Tana, is that you? I think Taylor Swift does a little more pull than that. But yes. No, I I believe her. Like I feel like Taylor Swift of all people is so like will like send her fans all like hand knitted sweaters afterwards to apologize, probably. But I'm sure at any artist, or I would hope most artists, if they saw that their fans that are mostly like young, not rolling in money, probably like in their like early twenties, getting charged seven times for six hundred dollars and it totally fucking up their entire like all of that gets so frustrating because then it takes like five to seven business days for it to get put back in your account and stuff. And it's like, what if you can't wait that long? Yep. And then her seeing it all happen and not be able to do anything about it must be horrible. Just yeah, the worst. for sure. Anyway, today's topic yep. for this short episode. Me and Lily are incapable of doing anything short, but actually Lily sent me this. It was a TikTok and I didn't watch it like right when you sent it. I, I, I waited until I could like actually grasp what was happening. And I honestly... I. I thought it was a joke at first when I heard... It feels 
like satire. That's exactly what I thought. I was like, this girl's trying to do promo, but it's not. This is very real. And it's just a dive into the influencer (laughs) world. So just buckle up because if you love entitled fucking influencers, this one is chef's kiss. Okay, we'll play the TikTok in a sec. But first to set the stage, we're gonna play a TikTok by the creator Sarah. And she's also known as Smack McCreener. And She is an influencer already, I guess. But then she also runs something called Billy Studios, which is a rent by the hour studio space in LA that's frequently used by influencers and other creatives for photo shoots. You can see it's really like cool, like funky aesthetic, cool place. Apparently she was contacted recently by another influencer. I saw someone tweet that I, we don't think this influencer, I'm saying we, cause I agree with this. I don't think this influencer knew that the person that owned the studio was also an influencer and like, that's how she even got into it. Why do you it? think like, just because of her behavior, like you think she couldn't possibly because she would know that she could make a video? No, that it's more that she will want that. And two, that she didn't know that she had that many followers because she's trying to like tout her own following and being like, I have this many, blah, blah, blah. Right. But like the girl that she is messaging, it's through the studio at first, I guess. But that girl has more, like gets more likes than she does. Oh, love that. So like that, like it feels weird to be like, oh my God, I could have helped you so much when you're like at the same. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Level, Mm -hmm. you know? I also say that because I don't think that she probably would have sent the angry voice notes that you're about to hear and acted so ridiculous if she thought there was a chance that that person might be able to then repost and have it go out to a larger audience. I do just want to say the creator of this TikTok did delete it. Lily just told me that before we filmed and I went when it was still up. So this actually, she sent it to me before it was deleted. And when I was looking through the comments, I saw her, the person who made this TikTok, the person who owns the photography studio, what was it? Slap? Sarah. Oh, Sarah. Smack. She was commenting back to people who were like saying the name of the influencer because I'm going to be honest, you post something like this, people are going to find out who it is. It's just like not that hard. Her name's Amy. (laughs) Her name is Amy. And this girl obviously is very nice and didn't want people. Like she was literally telling people, please stop commenting her name. Please stop going after her. If I'm being honest, this lady deserves to get reamed a little bit. Like it's like, come on. Well, that's the thing. It's like, it's so bad. We need to just play it. Yeah, sorry. Okay. (laughs) Because I'm like, it's so bad because like you listen to it, it sounds fake because you couldn't. I thought it was fake i literally thought this was fake okay let's let's watch it now was for a fun time (laughs) so she posts these uh messages and says oh my god i would love to come by and shoot with blank presumably the studio or potentially also could be um her daughter maybe because i saw in um some background research that i did that apparently she got has gotten a lot of shit because her account before she deleted it it's back up now oh gotta um, go it's a lot of her and her daughter mm-hmm. and what was her, what's her username a fashion um, nerd i think yes thank you yeah she like does a lot of things where she dresses up her daughter in like very colorful funky clothes like very out there so she kind of got big for that essentially but also then people not liking that saying that she was like exploiting her daughter yeah for likes and right 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 so i guess to everyone it wasn't super surprising to find out that she's the worst (laughs) (laughs) but uh her name is amy royland so the girl has like five hundred thousand followers on tiktok or something so does everyone else not me but other people <laughs> literally though especially on tiktok does that really mean that much i have sixty thousand followers and i post once a year 
Like I literally never post. I feel like it's so easy. I'm not easy saying that 500,000 isn't impressive, but it's just like I think a lot of people do. Like that's not Right. Like if she had it, it on YouTube nowadays, it would be like, "Whoa, that's like a really dedicated following." But really TikTok, it's so easy to follow people and also people follow people by mistake a lot. Like I follow people all the time. Like my finger slips when I'm trying to like something and then I'm like, "Why am I following this person?" So it could be that. But what's funny is that those first two messages didn't get a response. They were left on red, which is amazing. Did you scroll down? Is there a date above the top one? No. That's a full video. Mm -hmm. Possibly the next day or maybe just later in the day. She again says, I would love to collab. We have some killer matching dresses to shoot soon. Again, referring to her daughter, I think. We would be maybe 20 minutes, if that. I can tag y'all and you can use my images too. And then I think she tags the daughter again and says, has 40K fans now. And on TikTok, we have 500K followers. Oh, then that is her daughter. You're right. Because she's saying, yeah, totally. Which just absolutely exploiting the daughter. (laughs) So then the owner of the studio responds and says, hey girl, sorry, we can only accept paying clients for all bookings. Thank you though. Which absolutely, that makes sense. Totally nice. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. It's like, if you are going to be shameless enough to ask for free stuff, then if someone says no, you have to be like, oh, yeah, uh, totally. Totally get it. Bye. You don't react like this. <laughs> well, what's crazy is just really quick before you read it, look at the time jump. Okay, we have August 29th. And then the latest message was, it says yesterday. So oh, did- no, that and shit. That was what I was. That was what I was asking you. It wasn't full screen. It says above. Oh, my God. It's May 3rd. No, stop. So She asked for the first collab in May, and then in August, she again says, I would love to collab after Smack never responded the first time. And then in October or November, depending on when she screenshotted it, but recently, she goes, still? What? And that's the funny thing is, like, I don't think she'd even gotten a ton more followers or anything since then. Like, I think unless they've lost a ton they're at 584,000 now. So, I mean, oh. not a big enough jump that you can message someone that said no to you and say, still? Right. Continue. Oh, my God. Uh, she oh, wait. Did not. Yeah, no. So, she comes up with, she has updated stats now. And she says, still, we have 15 million likes on TikTok. She, so, she goes with a different stat this time. And then also throws in that they're at 600K fans now. So, maybe they were and she's lost some. And now they're at 587. Then she reiterates, we would come for 20 minutes max. Oh my god. The All cringe, that this I shows can't. me is this girl really wants to shoot at the studio. Like what it's are a the nice studio. Why the little washing machines are very cute. Right? I get it. But like I don't understand. Why wouldn't you just pay for it? Well, what's funny is that we actually know the truth of that, right? Like followers does not equal money. You have to <laughs> <True>. do <laughs> Do we know that or what, Lily? It's funny to me to try to like show someone what the value is of what you're you have to offer, but you, what you have to offer doesn't even make you enough money to pay the value of what you're trying to do. It's like, so it's not that, that, that is how it comes off. Um, Literally. Like, I just got a cake, right? For, I got two cakes from for my daughter. And, like, I shared the ladies thing, like, to my story because I really liked the cake and it was cute. And she was like, oh, if you love it, like, I would, it would mean everything. It's like, you share it, whatever. I paid for those cakes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I very much paid for the cake because guess what? She had to buy the stuff to make the cake and then she had to make the fucking cake. Like, me posting on my story and her getting 50 new followers, it just ain't gonna pay the fucking bills. It's so I, annoying. I want to look up the studio and see if they have, like, oh my God. Is this in LA? It literally, the top thing on Google that comes up is production space for $79. No, no. I'm telling you, it wouldn't even be, if she really only, only needed, needed it for 10, 50, that would be like maybe a hundred bucks, 150 oh. bucks. Oh, okay. It says 79 an hour and there's a two hour minimum. Mm. 
That's where they get you. <laughs> but that's still so cheap. Oh my God. So back to the TikToks. I guess over, I, it's crazy. I didn't realize the span of time that takes place here. But so now I guess we, we are in November. And she was thinking about uh, that. She just smack spent is, countless nights just thinking about those washing machines. She's like, God she's damn like, it. But I have the perfect outfit to shoot there. I need to. Then Smack responds at 1.30 a.m. So I hope that she's like drunk with other people. And they're right. like all she got the like balls formulated to just this. Fucking... Yeah. yeah. Because it's very well worded. She goes, hey girl, sorry. We really aren't looking for influencers wanting free time. This takes time away from paying clients and the numbers aren't helpful for our business. Which hotel deals and stuff, that makes sense to me because everyone stays in hotels. So that can appeal to literally anyone that follows you. If they go on a vacation, maybe not everyone can afford it, but it doesn't have like a niche following. A hundred percent. Even if you had a lot of followers that like your photography, how many of them are gonna use a photo studio? So what is her, like who is how she? How many of them are located in, in that area? Yeah, yeah. that's exactly. Well, the thing is too, is like, that's a hundred percent what I was gonna say is like, there is value to someone with, first of all, credibility and influence. There is a reason we have had sponsors on, like people sponsor this channel, for instance, people sponsor our own channels or like our Instagrams, not just because it's fun to do for them. Like it, they know that if we actually like a product and we tell our followers, like we do really, really like this product, they are gonna get some sales for it. So it's not just the sales that bring businesses money, but it's also like just the long-term, they know our name now type of thing. You know what I mean? Where it's like, okay, you would literally throw up to know how much brands used to spend on like TV advertisements, billboards, things that right now are kind of archaic. Like think the digital world is is the new thing. But that being said, there are limitations to that. And that is number one, the niche for sure. Something photo related to begin with 100%. is so niche. And then a photo studio in LA that only people in LA can go to? Even if, for instance, like the lady who I bought the cakes from was like, I will, you know, just make you cakes in exchange for like an Instagram shout out. I'd be like, girl, I'm like, who the fuck lives in our town in Georgia? <laughs> it's not worth it. And especially I think with people that are maybe a little older that don't totally understand social media or just like haven't really thought about this aspect of it, they hear you have followers and I'm like, oh, will you shout me out? I'm like, no one's gonna see me be like, go follow this person. They're suddenly gonna go follow you. Like we've, we were, you know, talking about it, but there's influencers who have shouted out other influencers and their channel has like immediately seen that spike. <laughs> and then after that's done, it's just like an immediate plummet because it's like you can get the followers. But if you don't, number one, do pretty much the same thing that first influencer who did the shout out does. And then it's like, oh, we're mm -hmm. getting the same content just from this other person. Now that's cool. But if you're like a completely different channel, like we shout out like a baking channel or something. I'm just thinking about cakes now. But like if we shout out a baking channel, people might follow just because they're like, oh, Oh, well, Lily and Jesse said to do it, so maybe I'll do it just to like help them out. But, but the ones that be like, stay there long term, or the not. fifth upload, they're gonna be like, I don't care about cakes, like fuck this exactly. shit. And they'll, they'll be like, wait, why did I subscribe to this channel? I forgot. It's nuanced. It's not just influence equals money. Like that's not how exactly. that works. So she continues, as artists ourselves, we always encourage the community to support each other by doing business professionally meaning pay for it. <laughs> Don't yeah. just offer your followers that won't do anything because right. this is a niche photo studio in LA and that makes no sense. We've known of your work for years and it's amazing, which, you know what? She didn't have to say that. <laughs> 
She didn't. She really didn't. But as artists, we should never ask for free work from the community and so cannot allow others to do that to us, especially with influencers of your caliber being in such a lucrative career. Knowing that you have continuously asked multiple studios for free time is unfortunately disappointing. So she kind of um, did what we like to say a Mm, I wouldn't even call it a compliment sandwich because she she starts off nice and she throws in the compliment with the in the middle and then she ends with the insult, which is nice and harsh. I like it. Then the response. Would you like to do it or shall I? Oh my God, I, I would love to. <laughs> Please. Cold read away. She says, <laughs> it's, oh my God, I literally, this was the point where I was like, this is the fakest shit I've ever seen, but it's not. Um, so she says, wow, I'm not trying to be rude in any way. I was seriously excited to help get the word out for you guys. On our TikTok, we get 15 million views and I had a cute viral video idea and to help spread the word for you guys, dot, 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 my Lord, you must not know how any of this works. <laughs> I get paid I love that 10, oh, she did not. I get paid $10,000 to post a TikTok and I was offering to shoot there for 20 minutes for free to help you out and you're being super rude towards me. That's pretty crazy to me, wow. I will make sure to never support you or what you do, dot, 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 ridiculous. And one could think that that is where it ends. And I assure oh, you, it is notes not. begin. This is where it all begins. I asked to come there for 20 minutes to shoot something with my daughter and that's disappointing for free when i charge a lot of money for postings and we get like 12 million hits on our tiktok and we do really well actually with video here and that's disappointing that's crazy who runs this account are you 90 years old and not know how influencers work that's hilarious you guys are really out of touch it's crazy Oh, I asked, oh, can I shoot there for 20 minutes with my daughter to do a viral video and like support you guys and post you around and people mm -hmm. will book your studio no, this, because it's colorful and very on brand for me. They will book your studio. And then you go, it's so disappointing that you're asking for a collaboration. Influencers collaborate. Are you 90? Who is this? Oh my God. I, the fact that she keeps saying the same things is so odd to me. I genuinely thought you were replaying it. No, I was not replaying it. It was just a different voice note. We could stop and give thoughts, but we just need to keep going going through her rampage and then give her thoughts because this is too much. Um, she says, you're out of touch as hell. Whoa, but I think she meant wow. Hilarious. Oh, I see Smack is the studios. Does she has a 90 year old person running the account? I see, I see. I went ahead and unfollowed her. Types like that? Thanks. I'm also letting all my blogger friends, blogger is capitalized much like Jesus and God. Um, I'm also letting all my blogger friends know how you talk to me and to never ever book you or the studios you run. Blank also knows too. We will never refer you ever. Good going, bye. <laughs> is this the end? No, I don't think Good it is. Good going. Oh, she- No, <laughs> so, so apparently she, she messaged her on three different platforms. Are you my ex? Um, that was no, the, our business website. Okay, so on the business website, she's like, you know what? You know what I need to do? I need to add a little more pizzazz and I need to leave a review or like a message. Is this a message? Is this a review? What is this? I think it's a message. Oh, geez. Okay, well, this is so good. And I'm officially playing the character of her. So <laughs> she says, 
Hi, Sarah. I think you've completely misunderstood me and it was really unfair for you to go off on me and be super freaking rude towards me. I was barely asking you if I can come there and promote your studio and do a video and promote you and tag you in your studio. And I was shoot for 20 minutes. This is never about money. This is about supporting local artists. And I loved your studio. And I was excited to shoot a little bit of content there to share with my fans because I feel like they would love your space. I can see if I was asking you for hours of time for free to shoot paid work there that would be ridiculous and whenever i do, and whenever i do ever collaborate with people who own any peer spaces i never ever shoot paid jobs there if i have a paid job i'm always going to pay to rent a space to shoot it so it's a tax write-off for me i'm so confused why she's even saying that and i would make sure to always tell the owners if it was a paid job so i can also pay them and pay to rent the studio girl are you like why what are you talking about that's i'm like what that she's describing the opposite of what she did though but <laughs> don't worry she says i'm a really fair person and i'm a what really nice person what, what's going on you know what this is bringing deja vu you know what i'm saying uh <laughs> <laughs> and I thought you were a nice person too and a little bit more hip when it came to marketing and collaborations with other artists. I barely ask you for 20 minutes to shoot something really quick with my daughter who's two years old. Why does that matter? Why is she lugging around like her daughter? Who lugs around a two-year-old and dresses them up like that? I guarantee that two-year-old hates her life. And you go off on me and say that I'm disappointing. You really are not a good business person or marketing person, dot, dot, dot. You could have easily <laughs> responded that you loved my account and you would let me know and leave it at that. No bad blood. Wait, wait so you wanted her to ghost you? <laughs> no, she wanted her to stroke her dick while she was saying no. Like, just tell me, like, thank you so much. We don't have any availability right now, please. But I love you so much. You're, you're fucking TikToks are the best. I will make sure to never refer your studio to anyone I know. And my photographers will also know how rude you were to me. And they will never refer you as well. Why make an enemy, especially a blogger? That quote goes down in history, actually. <laughs> Who's the 90-year-old here? She's referring to herself as a blogger? Does she have a blog? I shit you not, either she was drunk or she's just like got my dad to write this message. But she says, oh my God, so why long. make an enemy, especially a blogger and especially someone so align what you're doing? Unreal, so dumb. You should really learn some business etiquette and marketing because you or whoever was running that account acts like a 90 year old person who has no idea how collaborations work in this day and age with bloggers. In fact, for me to promote your studio, you should have been paying me. <laughs> 10 grand. Way to make a friend, smart business move. I I really hope you weren't the one messaging me on Instagram. Oh my God. I don't even think I read the whole thing because it's I giving got the my ex it and who was in the army who would call me when he was drunk <laughs> and tell me he loved me. Like, was she just so obsessed with this idea for a TikTok at this? T like, why is she so set on this? Now studio? that we've gotten through that, I feel like I can finally just say what I've been thinking, which yeah. is initially i don't think her first messages were fucked up and i know that people might think that i'm wrong like i don't think her asking for the free time was, was like define initially. initial messages no that her being like hey like i have this many followers like i would like to shoot at your studio i no. actually don't think that was fucked up because here's the thing this does happen in the industry whether you think that's right or wrong people do get free shit people collaborate people if this studio thought it was valuable for them and they decided like, hey, actually that would make sense for my business and they agreed to it, that's, I, then that's on them. Here's like, the I don't, 
I think what it is is that another point in showing that she probably didn't know that this studio was owned by an influencer because a lot of studios, I'm sure, would have jumped at the opportunity and been like, oh my God, that would be great publicity for us. Right. But they might not know necessarily the ins and outs of the influencer world and understand that also that wasn't, that's probably not going to do anything for you. Right. And maybe it would. I don't know. I can't predict the future. Well, not the future, because that's definitely not happening now. But I feel like the second the girl responded and told her that, like, as artists ourselves and stuff, maybe she should have taken another well, step that's, back that's and done a little Well, that's where research. my, like, uh, leeway or whatever you want to call it, my the slack that I'm giving her, it yeah. ends. Immediately when you are told that is not something I'm interested in, that is where that ends. Like, I don't think her inquiring because she does have a following and, like, her aesthetic, if you look at it, actually does match this place. <laughs> like, it does. So, like, I don't even fault her so much for asking, although I personally would rather die. I just think that like the second you get the message of like, hey, no, that really isn't how I want to do things. That's it. Like that's well, it. Well, I mean, for two reasons. One, because you you look tacky as fuck. Yeah. And because also like they can repost it. Like you should know that immediately. But like if you re react badly. So two things is if you react badly, they could repost it. But then also it feels like there's probably not anything you can say after they already said no to convince them otherwise. Like if they've made up their mind and they said no, you're not going to convince them to give you free stuff probably. I don't Even think if it was really a 90 year old running the account, it's like you think being mean to her granny is going to fucking get you in the studio. Like just be a nice, decent person. I think it's tacky to ask in general. If she had gone off on this girl and just been like, oh, you're always asking people for free shit after the first message, I would have been like, well, the influencer was in the wrong. But she like was very nice and was just like, hey girl, we don't really do that. Like she was very 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 fucking kind in her response and the still the follow-up of still was really weird no no she literally couldn't she was flabbergasted she's like what i don't know like who's running this account like what does that even yeah. to me yeah. as someone who has been paid over the years i would never even want to look at the amount that i've been paid because i have nothing to show for you're it. like where did it go <laughs> literally Same. but as influencers um we know that like yeah, okay, you got 10,000 for a TikTok, show me it. Is it in your account still? <laughs> like, we know that, like, well, that's I'm like, can't who's paying you $10,000? Like, TikTok isn't. I know their creator fund isn't that big. Maybe so, she got it for a brand deal, but it's like getting paid $10,000 for one brand deal once a year or something, that ain't gonna cut it, sister. Maybe that's her going great, but like, how many brand deals are you posting? It's just so tacky, especially from like my perspective to flaunt that because I'm like, girl. Like that well, just and it's not like you're negotiating right here. Why are you dropping that? Like this girl's never gonna pay you ten. Like why is that relevant? My favorite also is how she says, like, are you a ninety year old person who has no idea how collaborations work, ma'am? I think you're the one that doesn't understand how collaborations work because it's it with two people both agreeing to be in the collaboration, which Smack never did. She politely declined, and then you were like, you don't know how collaborations work. To me, like, I feel like. You would not ask a makeup artist. Well, some do. Some do ask makeup artists and hairstylists and stuff to do their shit for free. And I just, I couldn't fucking imagine that, honestly. Like, I think that's the most disrespectful shit because at the end of the day, you may not be rich, but you definitely make money easier than other people. And like, artists always get shit on is what I'm trying to say. And I get where this, this girl was incredibly reserved. After I got those voice notes, I would have gone feral. <laughs> yeah, well, 100%. Is, so afterwards, what is it? Oh, there's more. I thought, I thought we were actually done. Um, oh, no. So there's there's an email so it's literally titled hi smack one last word oh my god she is my ex it says unreal 
Don't bother writing me back. I'm going to block your email. Oh my God, this is narcissistic shit. Like what? I hate that word, but like that really is narcissistic shit. The whole thing is like, what? Like why yeah. is she still talking? If you want to make this right, which I highly doubt it, then you can easily write blank. You two know each other, dot, dot. But... If you're running your business Instagram or if you have anyone else running it, you should really talk to them. You mean her grandma? As a business owner, you should really be kind always and deflect. Wouldn't it have hurt you to say a kind thing about me and how aligned we are? Why can't she say aligned? Why can't she say aligned? I don't think she even knows what that means. My God. And how aligned we are. And you would check and see and leave it at that. She's literally like asking her to say like, I'll check and see and then ghost her. Like that would have been better. I'm so confused. And then she's saying, I once, I one time saw a girl shooter to 50s peep, peepee? Peer. Peer. To 50s Pierce. Oh, yeah. I one time saw a girl shooter to 50s peer space. What does that mean? Like a photography studio that's like 50s themed? All of this is such weird. Like, Yeah, it is very strange. And she says, and she was a blogger. <laughs> she was a blogger. She is my dad. And she was a blogger. And I asked her about the space. She linked me and I booked it for paid work. I also sent the space around and my friend who is very famous musician booked it as well for her video shoot. She's typing like those people who do those like scams. And it's like, my mom <laughs> we is have worked very with big rich. Yeah, you have inherited a million dollars. Like what even are these messages? messages this is harassment she's not gonna let you shoot there now obviously it's like why are you still going guys this went even further than i realized same i don't know if i was paying attention enough this woman is unhinged and then she re dming from her daughter's account no. did she really the two-year-old well wasn't assuming the two-year-old ran it herself that honestly could have been her I don't, but this that make more sense. seriously um so she responded to a story that smack had posted that i'm assuming was like alluding to the situation like being like some crazy lady is like messaging me or something probably a lot kinder than that and she replied saying you're saying lies and showing only part of it you're acting like i asked you for free space for hours i was asking you if we could please come <laughs> for 20 minutes wait lily hold on how long did she want to book she it for needed 20 minutes jesse <laughs> not hours that's totally different thing that would be ridiculous to shoot your space and promote your space for free to our fans we were excited to meet you and be friends i wanted to support it's i'm so confused literally i wanted to support a local artist slash you <laughs> and you're spreading, you're lies, spreading about lies about me acting like we asked you for hours of free space to shoot paid jobs there it's so unfair blank will prob write you and explain you took it all wrong blank will message you soon please go to the nearest what? mental facility what is happening i had no idea how weird this got it's so like, fucking weird. is this a joke and the straw man argument that she's grasping at why like, did she oh delete this maybe because she realized that it's a mental health situation then oh she God. posted to her story <sighs> and it's blanked out her face it's a picture of her and she put i hate being so misunderstood sometimes dot 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 sucks i hate how women can be so mean towards other women i don't get that why can't we be kinder to one another? You know what? There is just a certain group of women who think like this that need to just get punched right in the cooter. Like, it's literally like, are you fucking... First of all, it has nothing to do with being a woman. Second of all, you're a bitch. And you're actually maybe certifiably insane. You're harassing this woman. Smack was so much nicer to her than she should have been. So much nicer. And so much nicer. I but luckily, that is the end. <laughs> oh, 
My God. Well, and listen, this girl, Smack, she deleted this. And obviously, she doesn't want this girl to get the hate that she got. The girl had to, un like, she had to private her account. And I guess now it's unprivated. Yeah. But obviously, she's getting a lot of backlash. To which I say, okay, whatever. Like, I don't care. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not going to, like, cry a river over someone who's, like, so fucking entitled. And also really is abusing their platform to, like, I don't think she should have... <laughs> A number like she shouldn't have numbers she doesn't know what to do with them i don't know jesse she makes 10 grand for per post first of all doubt it second of all what i do have to say is like viral tiktok videos mean nothing i had a viral tiktok video of me making like seltzer water and balsamic vinegar because people said it tasted like coke and that doesn't necessarily mean shit for my life like it literally just fucking i got millions of views i mean i think she got consistent stuff but again like if the lady doesn't no, want you at her photo studio then TikTok. you don't that's, that's not like tiktok is and also she does a lot of like the dressing her daughter up there's a reason why youtubers and stuff gain a lot more of a like an intense following because you're sitting with us or with whoever you're watching and you're like you're developing more of a relationship them. with them tiktok is like okay next 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 yeah. and it's like you just don't get that attached to tiktokers i assume some people might but like girl you might have 500,000 followers maybe like 20 care about like you as a person <laughs> like genuinely. the reason people are following it's because like oh we get to see a cute mom and her kid they're not following because they're like oh what is she gonna tell where is she gonna tell us to go book a photo studio in la so we could take pictures like i don't so insane i think my favorite part though is that she calls herself a blogger. Does with she, a B. Let me check. With a B. Fashion nerd blog. I'm Googling it. Bet you she doesn't have one. Yeah, fuck, she does. <laughs> it's even powered Shit. by blogger. I stand corrected. Who means blogs anymore? Blog anymore? Literally. I thought she was just misspelling vlog. I mean, I thought she just like thought that that's like what you, like that's what my mom, oh my God. That's why She I probably like, says vlog too. Your mom says vlog? No, 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 no. But I bet you that this girl does. <laughs> No, 100%. But honestly, I loved this. This was so good. Like, I really enjoyed this journey. I did too. I, I like, I, I want to say I feel bad, but I, I don't. You know, it reminded me of the time where I went to a club in LA and all of us were like dressed appropriately for the club, but Alex James was in flip flops um, and shorts and they didn't want to let him in. Sorry, Alex. Um, he, showed, he showed his following and they were like, no. <laughs> no still yeah, we had to leave that's actually amazing i was standing like 10 feet away from him like i was like i don't, I don't actually know what's happening i don't know anything about these people well but that's a perfect segue because i told jesse before to show that we're not just making fun of her for reaching out it's 100 her reaction to being said no to that's the problem 100 right i told jesse that we would tie it all together by naming some of our most shameless times that we've asked for something in the past or like gotten something because of our being an influencer. And I hate this because <laughs> honestly, if anybody has ever watched my videos or knows me, frankly, I do not like flaunt any sort of like I would rather pass away and like I can't do it. Definitely um, not the Jesse that I met. N no maybe when like, i did first... maybe when you first got famous on vine were you kind of like right I, I did have diva moments i was like i'm amazing and that was like a month long before my family was like you're annoying and you need to stop with that the problem is i do have a brother who's kind of like a used car salesman not literally like he's just very like he's a bullshitter like he just is he just bullshits his way through life like power to him but like we were in mexico and we paid for our stay 100%. We paid all inclusive, full funds up front. 
Um, but this hotel had different bracelets and the bracelets meant that you can have like different access to different like luxury parts of the hotel, stay in a different wing. It was very like, you know, whatever. And we did not have the gold is all I'll say. And my brother had a whole sit down meeting. He was like, I'm going to go. Not Joey, by the way. Um, That's who I was picturing. No, it was definitely not Joey. Um, okay. Joey was getting drunk like somewhere. And so my brother, my older oldest brother, actually, he went and he's like, you know what? Let me shoot my shot with like the manager or like concierge here and be like, hey, she has a following. If she does a vlog here, can we get gold bracelets? Mind you, we're like a group of like 13. I'm like, Ruben, this is like not going to work. Like, And I mortified. I wasn't there. Like I literally was like, you can ask him and I'm going to go die in a fucking corner. Like I literally can't. They were confused. They were like, hmm, interesting. Interesting. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but because well, also the, the people at the front desk aren't usually going to be able to facilitate that. It needs to be like the marketing. Person. It wasn't front desk. It was like kind of like we ended up in like a conference room. It was very stressful. <laughs> I was like doing a PowerPoint. I literally was like, I'm supposed to be on vacation. Like I wanted to die. But anyway, we actually did all get the gold bands and that was exciting. We did it. it and I did do a vlog. And it got like 20,000 views because this was when I wasn't even on YouTube. It was like the beginning of my YouTube journey. I just felt like I had scammed them. Yeah. Because, like, I doubt one single person went because of me. I mean, I feel like that even with, like, normal brand deals. Well, I always get that feeling with normal brand deals, but I've had to, like, shake that off because I'm like, dude, come on. Like, no, if you take a step back, I, I've ha explained to, like, my mom or, like, her friends that they're like, they pay to post on blah, blah, And I'm like, well, like, when you think about it, they're paying for eyeballs to see it on, like, TV and stuff. And if I have guaranteed that I'm going to have 100,000 people at the time see their brand at the very least it's going to give some brand familiarity and at most then maybe you drive some sales yeah i think the thing that woke me up the most to like okay i guess i do have like just a tiny bit of influence which actually like made me realize okay it's important to like only accept shit that i give a fuck about because yeah. i can't just be like promoting anything it's hard because when you get an email of like money, hey i'm gonna pay money. you x amount it will and they're they're like hey here's this money it is hard to like have that integrity and be like no but if you want any sort of longevity and like you realize that like okay i'm promoting stuff to the people who genuinely love my content who trust me and they're I've gonna click no to this a lot of like, flat tummy oh i say no to all Every yeah. detox tea, flat tummy tea, I cannot. It pisses me the fuck off. So the thing that woke me up was the repeats. So like brands that kept coming back and saying like, we uh, had such a great integration with you. Like we would love to work together again. And I'm like, okay, so it has to like make sense for them. Because like otherwise I'm like, who the fuck? Like, you know, but there are, I personally, not not sponsored by HelloFresh. Um, I, I personally use HelloFresh every week of my life. Like my that's how my main family dinners are HelloFresh. And I got it through the H3 link. Like I've ordered, I don't, hundreds of boxes, I guess. I don't know, over the past few years. And like, I got it through H3. And well, so and that, like, I get that's a it. good example of one that's like, that's not a bullshit thing. And everyone eats. It's amazing. So that makes sense. You can promote yeah. that to everyone. <laughs> exactly. But um, yeah. What's yours? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I forgot. No, mine was, uh, I'm trying to think. I'm sure I've like messaged, so I even not too long ago messaged um, a lay down desk, like, where it's like, oh, they're like, that would be so good. Right. Yeah. But they're like literally like $8,000. I was like, I will post so many videos though. You know, Dan from H3, he got, they call it the scorpion chair and he got one and he fucking hates it. And he says it's so uncomfortable. Oh, really? He wanted it so bad. Well, it's funny because I don't usually watch H3, but I did see an episode where they were all looking, someone had sent it to them and they were joking about getting them, but they were making fun of it the whole time. They definitely were coming at it from like, it's, 
for people that are lazy and don't want to like get out like they were missing the fact I'm like no but if your back hurts it would be really useful please send it to me I know I've thought of that sometimes where I'm like I wish there could be a setup where you're literally in bed and just like working like this yeah honestly I've thought because I even have like monitor like mounts for my desk like I could yeah. set up my own kind of situation but even doing that would be hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they never responded. Um, Me with West Elm. <laughs> I told them, I'm like, I'm moving. I love your furniture. They're like, cool, bitch. <laughs> Exit out the DMs. A lot of brands, especially with bigger ones, you just have to know who to message. But anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, mine, similar to yours, it wasn't like me doing it. I just kind of was like, okay, fine. But I didn't even really go to participate in the showing of it. Basically, I think it was Thanksgiving break, probably like five years ago. And I was verified on Instagram. And I've definitely lost a lot of followers now, but I think I had almost 500,000. We were at a bar and it was like, you know, everyone gets like super drunk with all of your high school friends. I mean, I don't anymore. At the time, I still went out with a group of people and we all were at one bar. And then there's like another bar next door, but it's almost kind of like has a clubby feel to it a little bit, yeah. but it's also in Thousand Oaks. So like not really a club, but on Thanksgiving break, Things are popping. So the line was very, very long. And we went from the bar from like pre-gaming for the night, aka being completely wasted, to go next door to like have the second half bar night. And this line probably had at least 50 people in it, if not closer to 100 probably. My friend was really drunk and she was like, oh my God, well, Lily's famous. She can get us in. I was like, no. No, that's not a thing. Well, how is that going to work? And she literally grabs my phone and opens it to my Instagram and then like kind of waited for approval and kind of just went anyway and um, started ran uh, running away until she got to the bouncer where she showed him that my friend's verified. She'll take pictures inside and tag you. And he was like, hmm. Sure. Oh it's just God. the bouncer. I think he could let anyone in that he wanted. He probably would have just let a bunch of girls in anyway. But That's no, true. she um, used my Instagram checkmark to get us into a club and I never posted the picture. Oh, you scammed them. Right. Right on. That's pretty good. <laughs> Bro, that brings back memories because one time I definitely used my notoriety online was when I, before I was 21. So I started Vine when I was like 18. Oh God. To get into bars. And, yeah. And not to shout <gasps> anyone out. Shots Miami. <laughs> Sorry if you lose your. Well, I think he was like the owner or like, I don't know. But he followed me online and was like, yo, like, I like I'm the manager or whatever at Shots Miami. If you ever want to come by, like, let me know. Oh and God, I have his name when I'm editing this. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, I don't want to ruin <laughs> anyone's career. Definitely not okay. And it actually involves several other crimes. Just hold on. Well, I utilized this um, advantage several times. So when I would get to the the bar with my friends i would like message him like yo i'm here and then he would just like come like let let us in mm -hmm. now he was under the impression that i think that i was over 21 because i everyone's always thought i was 21 since i was like 17 oh. and everyone like on vine always thought i was 21 too i and thought I you were drink. saying he was like offering because he knew you weren't 21 to like well, let you in. i think he thought i was oh. and but like because i was famous he would come and get me and yeah. like i need the vip entrance okay so he would come and get me i was like low-key amazing because i'm like Is this 12. like a club it was like a yeah like a bar club yeah for mm -hmm. sure and so we went there several several times we definitely utilized this like advantage but like literally the bouncers themselves wouldn't let me in like it was just him he would have to come and get me and one time he offered me molly he literally was like hey take this i was like why and i gave it to my cousin 
He had a great night. And um, so that happened. But the funniest part is that I celebrated after I turned 21 and I visited Miami because I was living in LA at the time of 21. I visited Miami and I finally went to the club as like 21. And I was like was celebrating like, it. Yeah, <laughs> he definitely was like, wait. <laughs> you've been coming here for two years yeah it was pretty oh wild but um i definitely use like for shit like that i was like come on i'm just a wee little 19 year old wanting to get a drink oh. in which is why at 29 i feel like an ancient fucking beast like i'm literally so tired in life right yeah, now well thank god i didn't hard. have any followers in college that would have been a fucking disaster but i probably have done some shameless like asking for things when i'm drunk when i've been out maybe i don't think yeah. so it's my friends bringing it up being like she's famous and i'm like shut up yeah, no same same it's super embarrassing but like also when certain brands reach out to me and will be like hey let me send you something i like profusely i'm like oh my god that's amazing thank you so much with hearts and emojis and i'm just like this is amazing though i think like literally there's this phone case company i always work with velvet caviar and they always send me stuff they're like has your phone model changed i'm like literally you're sent from jesus like i love you so much like literally i'm so forever thankful to the brands that reach out to me because they find that valuable to them even though this is the first time i've ever, ever even said that phone case name and i've they've been sending it for like four years god bless them there you go. but like you know what i mean i don't know this is this was the longest episode ever and i know i was like short. this was supposed to be like a half hour and fuck well Leave it to us. anyway i think that's it i don't think there was any more to that story let us know your thoughts below <laughs> <laughs> they're probably gonna be like you guys are assholes too that's what i think oh my god i sent that to lily i said we're gonna get canceled for this no i i mean i think we said what we said i think it's gonna be just like i think it's how you react to it listen guys we are in the like world of digital media so we've had an experience i'll give you a quick example before we sign off um about one situation that i'm like people ask for that there's an ice cream truck in la that i am obsessed with and i haven't gotten in a while actually now that i think about it but it's called cvt and they literally only have it's like vanilla and chocolate soft serve ice cream you can get a twist and the only way to figure out where this truck is is if you follow its instagram and it'll post and tell you where it is but the guy that owns the truck hates influencers and it makes me so uncomfortable because I follow it and then I just see him like bitching about influencers constantly. But my reaction when I first found this out because he even has like a sign on the truck that says like uh, influencers pay double. And I'm like, do people ask for free ice cream? It's like $3. Do you remember that guy with the hotel, the like Scottish guy who like blasted that influencer who asked for like a free stay? Maybe. It was brutal. Actually, H3 had him on and he was just like, yeah, I was like, fuck you. And like, literally, like, it was like national news because <laughs> he basically told an influencer, like, like, fuck off and put that message everywhere. Oh, I do, I do, I do. I thought that was a bit harsh because I'm like, it's okay for someone to be like, hey, I have this platform. Is that valuable to you? And I think that's all the person did that they were like, hey, like, I would love to know whatever. And he just like blasted them out. I'm like, that's a bit much. I think people think a bit more as like how this girl handled it. Again, with hotels specifically, they oftentimes have like marketing budgets and stuff that they dedicate towards doing trades of 100%. that kind because social media does really help their business. Because again, anyone can stay in a hotel. Right, and everybody, like I get it. Influencers are annoying and they accept any brand deal that comes their way and it gets really oversaturated and overwhelming. But at the same time, like brands pay a lot of money to pointless advertising. I mean, I'm talking like, you know what it is to spend money on a commercial on like some random channel right now? Like you're talking about maybe on a lucky day, you might get like 50,000 eyes on that. And then you're talking like, well, I could pay that 
to some one influencer and it could live on their YouTube channel forever. Exactly. I've made full blown like commercials for oh, you uh, brands. Do, yeah. I mean, not actually like it lives on my channel, but it very much feels like I a full blown commercial for HP. Let's not forget. <laughs> oh, you actually were in a commercial. Yeah, it was like, like a, a national one. commercial. That's actually and really I cool wrote the jingle. They gave me a guitar and were like, can you go in the other room and come up with a jingle? And I was like, I'm I feel like, like you five years should old. have gotten more than that, probably. More for that. Yeah, maybe some royalties. Yeah. <laughs> It wasn't actually that much money. <laughs> no, it's crazy though when you think about like the fact that like I've made things that very much feel like commercials and like that they didn't pay a commercial rate for. Like they just gave me a rate and I definitely, it was a good rate and I'm not getting it now. <laughs> but it also wasn't like when you think about the grand scheme of things and how much advertising goes into TV and not digital. Yeah, I think it's bad when, and I used to, I, I actually, for almost the entirety of when I lived in LA, I lived off of only brand deals because I really wasn't a YouTuber and Vine wasn't paying. So it was like only brand deals that I would get. And luckily that somehow stayed afloat like barely but like it stayed afloat during that time when you depend on only brand deals I feel like it's easy to become that person that this lady is where it's just like girl like get some stability maybe make a YouTube well now not now don't make I a mean, YouTube channel I, now I but don't like no because like who knows about her financial situation it's just so weird that she like clinged on to this I was just saying with the full circle end this conversation sorry <laughs> With the ice cream thing, I think that's an example of like, you don't need it to be free. Like, I don't care if you're an influencer, who's going to ask for something for free when it's literally only a few dollars? Like, come on. But then I saw he started also posting, he would like celebrities would ask if he could like come do their private party and that they would just post about it. And it's like, no. I think you need to take into account if it's like a mom and pop kind of store, like if it's a small business owner and not a huge company, especially take that into account when you're just imagine them. fucking going to an event with your ice cream truck, lugging all the supplies and everything, preparing for that day, cleaning everything. You get there, you do the whole event for hours on end and then you leave and all you have to show for it is a couple Instagram posts. Like that's well, horrible. Like there are certain celebrities like, if it's a Kardashian party, yeah, I'm sure you're probably gonna get a lot of business afterwards. But at the same time, I think the Kardashians probably pay the vendors that come to their parties because that's not the thing that you are you need to be getting deals on. I don't understand the rich people get free shit because a lot of times rich people just do get free shit with no promo attached. And it's like, what the fuck is the point? Honestly though, when I like was at the peak of my, like at Clever also, so I had the Clever association as well, I got the most free shit and it's when I didn't need it. And now I'm like, can I get more of that? No, same. <laughs> anyway, I hope you guys loved our very short episode. We always keep it, you know, I feel real... like this is longer than our normal one. Literally, what the fuck are we doing? I don't know. <laughs> if you're seeing this on Sunday, a miracle has happened. <laughs> Truly. Um, but anyway. Uh... It's over. I'm sorry for all the tangents. I really don't know what just happened. I blacked out. Yeah, same. Always, always black out in your presence, Lily. One Hopefully way or another. Hopefully we didn't get canceled. <laughs> If this episode cancels me, I'm gonna... No, I was gonna say something I can't say. Anyway, I love you guys very much. And we appreciate you guys for subscribing. Thank you to those of you who come back even when you don't subscribe. We love you. Thank you for being here. And happy and, birthday to um, Amelie. Oh my God, she's one. Oh my baby girl. Okay, I love you guys. And we'll see you next week. Bye.
At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com.